0: This is Final Plank Media. This is Nolan editing this episode. We hope you've been enjoying our live episodes from GalaxyCon. This episode, called Painting a Podcast, is about the creative process of making podcasts. Season 2 for most of our shows are already up and running, but Good Better Quest will be back at the end of April. Please sit back and enjoy the episode.
1: So we'll get started. My name is Brent Lacey. I'm Nolan Lacy. We run Final Plank Media, which is a podcast company. Um, we've had a few panels this weekend just kind of going through different elements of what we're doing. So what we have today is what we've done with our stuff this weekend is kind of divided up like, what are the nuts and bolts? How do you get the right... Stuff plugged into the right stuff for podcast, and then we did um, just kind of a, a drill down on one of our shows, and then this one we're just talking about how do you improve the craft a little bit as far as storytelling is is concerned. Are you are you guys into any type of like storytelling or? I
2: mean, I have like an idea or two of kicking around. In my yeah. Mind, but it's like between everything else that's been going on, I've just never really expanded upon it.
1: Sure, sure, sure.
0: Yeah, and This one is definitely more about the creative process because we talked about starting this for three or four months. I mean, we talked about doing creative things for a long time. Our mom's an art teacher, so we're, we're always... So we had to be creative. Yeah, had to do something. Damn it. Um, and then we, we got on the idea of, like, you know, let's try it. Let's just yeah. do something. So we talked for... A couple of months and we actually have a D&D podcast that the DM was supposed to come and talk about it but he asked me to do it because he's not here so I'll try that um, but it, it takes a while and and this is really more to organize I have an idea how do I really start putting it into not physical but you know physical form mm-hmm. so what, what we're gonna do is for
1: each of our shows kind of go over what Type they are, and then we've got some before and after clips about how we we think we think we've improved the quality, and just kind of what obstacles that that took and, and how to get over them. So, at any time, if you have any questions or there's anything else you want us to kind of drill down on a little more, more more than happy to. And can
0: you guys hear us? Okay, I mean, I know that you're not far away. Just
1: Do you
0: want me to close the door? no, no. <laughs> Make <Making laughs> it as inviting as possible. Closed doors is like don't even <laughs> don't even bother. They're done for the weekend. Um, okay, so we have the the good better quest, which I actually got to go to. We got this down on crew, the floor today. Which I was yesterday. like, oh my god, she's so good, uh, Sammy Newman. She's downstairs. If you see her, like, she's great. Yeah, he gave her like a half a page description. She she cranked all that out. Yeah, with it. Not not of each character, of like all of them, totally. and like this much, mm-hmm. and she did perfect. Yeah. Uh, anyways, that's that's our uh, our D and D podcast. You guys clearly know what D&D is. That's, that's a whole creative process. Uh, then we have a, a roundup podcast where we talk about... The conversational one. Yeah, it's, it's just, hey, I've been reading this book, and I want to nerd out for a little while. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then um, after the plot is our audio drama. It's an investigative journalism into stories that... What happened after the movie ended, or after you closed the book? Right. So, like one of the one of the first episodes we did, we went to Oz after the um, house fell and the wizard. After the left. witch died, after the wizard left, so like you're left with no evil witches, you're left without a wizard to run the Emerald City. Like now, there's climate change with houses falling on Munchkins. Yeah. What are they gonna do? So we went and interviewed a bunch of Munchkins and any flying monkeys we could find. And we tried to find the Emerald City, but because Yellow the Road no was wizard. in disarray, yeah, couldn't yeah. get there. Yeah. And we went uh,
1: we we went to Hyrule to look into all the vandalism. But people coming and just smashing all the pots, stealing people's rupees.
0: But a lot of people didn't seem to care because the pots re-grew. pots just regrow. In place.
1: So that was weird. It's odd. So so the show's build is like a as as journalism. It's presented yeah. like here this is a news story, um, but once you listen, to it, you're like, oh, this this is fake news. Low, lowercase F, fake news. <laughs> you know. So this is our team. We're spread out. Um, no one lives down in Jacksonville. I live here in Richmond, um, and we've got a bunch of people on our D and D crew live in Georgia, and our DM lives in Houston. So we're we're all over the
0: place. We all we all grew up in South Carolina and kind of spread, spread out. out from and there. we we said this at our one hundred and one session, but I've heard from a couple of people like just because you're spread apart doesn't mean you still can't do this with your friends. And like a lot of people say, I have this really great idea, but the other person is in California or another part of the country. And digital media is so easy to access now that like if you guys can nail down a time to put an hour together.
3: Do you recommend like Skype, Discord? We
0: tried. That was was last pod, Uh, uh, last panel. We're not going to talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) We tried Discord um, because of it's like low latency, which is great for gaming and stuff. Right. But if you talk for a long time, it starts picking up your voice as background noise. So and the threshold oh. Oh, the threshold goes up because it thinks
1: that you just keep talking and keep talking, that's not a person, that's like background noise. Oh, so I'm after a few see. minutes, the yeah, recording won't pick up.
3: So. I was just curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then you know you have like a couple of sentences and you, you stop. Mm-hmm. So we've been using Skype and it's not great, but like it's free. It yeah. does work. If you need to, you can record on Skype. It does kind of change the audio, but it, it works to get a product. Right. So
1: we do, a, it's called a double header. So you have everybody's on Skype talking, but we're all recording on our own computers. And then everybody saves their sound file and sends it to one guy. Then I have clean audio from everybody instead of one clean channel, and all the other ones sound like they're coming through a tin can. You know what I mean? And on some of our before clips, um, we'll get into this a little more, but like some, we, we didn't all have the exact same type of equipment. and in, even though we're supposed to be in the same room, you can clearly tell like this person's on a different computer because their mic isn't as nice.
0: Yeah Actually, we're going into what we were talking about, co-location synthesis, having, having everybody record in audacity or, or whatever. As long as everybody's using the same program, it should turn out good. Um, the, the reason I say that is because when we were having to use Skype audio, it records at a different frequency than Audacity does. And it's just slightly off. So after a minute, they'll be a tenth of a second ahead. After 10 minutes, they'll be a whole second ahead. So then you start running into an hour long podcast where somebody starts laughing five seconds before anybody said anything. So that that you have to like cut their track up and move it every single time you get to them talking. Mm-hmm. Um, another another issue we ran into with the
1: perspective shifts was on our on our um, on our show that cuts in like we're in the studio and then we cut to the reporter in the field, making it sound like that's in a different location. Not just like I did a one voice stop and do another voice right. and make it sound like that. So adding things just like ambient background noise if you want it to sound like it's somewhere else. Not to the point where it's it's noisy and there's not a cacophony in the background, but if you're using the same mic in the same room,
0: it makes it hard to sound like it's in different spots. Yeah. And doing doing good fade in and out, Like even if you are sitting in the same room recording on the same equipment, if you are able to show that your perspective is now I'm recording narration versus talking, just having that real big distinction of these are different voices, it it, it keeps the suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just sound like, I'm saying something witty in the field. Now I'm saying something witty somewhere else. Yeah. What we, what we, the reason we did that was,
1: um, I'm, not, I'm not sure what kind of ideas and stories you're tossing around, but even if it's interesting information, if it's just one guy's voice... For like 30 minutes solid you, kind of, you, you don't tune out But it just almost becomes Kind of like like a drone sort of So we wanted to switch it up Like a little sound effect here Or pause here or like transition music Just to kind of like wake everybody up Because it's really easy to just Start talking and just keep going You know it's, That's something I've noticed with the,
2: Have you ever heard of the History of Rome podcast? No it's pretty, inter- it's like an interesting podcast like, against this guy just, and he stopped doing it because he just, like, ran out of subject material, <laughs> like, he literally just did the entire history of Rome over the course of, like, several years, but uh, he, everything was done, like, he did good, the, the, the episodes probably aren't more than, like, 15 or 20 minutes each, Yeah. because it's just him, and he has just, like, he's gotten, he's getting better, like, he's, he gets better about it, like. But his first episode, it's like just poor quality, just because he doesn't know what he's doing yet. Like, but also he just that's, his yeah. voice just sort of drones. Yeah,
0: yeah. And that's that's actually something with um, some of our like the roundup podcast is if you let one person go for too long without asking questions or interjecting, they just go and go and go, and then it's like even you just go and go. But and go. Well, that is my problem. <laughs> um, you, you just go until you're burnt out, and then everybody's like, cool. What were we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: Which is exactly what he would say because he loves John Oliver. Except he's always cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, these the the audio drama. Really, what this what we're trying to get out of this is that like the creative process for each one is different. What we write and script for after the plot. Since we're doing arcs, the f- the first one, the first season, we did like individual stories of we're just kind of investigators going, oh, we heard this cra- crazy thing over here. We heard somebody was killing somebody over there. You know, economy's failing here. So it was, it was kind of disparate, but we tried it's to... Something happened to
1: the dwarves in Skyrim. We gotta go Yeah, check that out.
0: Yeah. Um, but the second season, we're trying to tell a story over an arc where, from, if you listen to episode one and season two, and you get to the end of season two, every show has a tie-in to the next one. Um, the The... Layering, Brent does that a lot more. I mean, he works on the technical side of, oh, we need bar sounds here, and somebody's standing up, so I have to add in a stool. A stool. We have to have, like, you know, teacups setting down. Um, or it's outside, so how do you make it sound outside? It's like
1: we can have traffic or a little wind or, like, just a bird in the background. Yeah. You know, just
0: stuff that you wouldn't find inside. And writing these scripts, we've, we completely scripted what is now episode zero. Of, like, everybody had to read exactly never, what we never wrote. Never see
1: the light of day, episode zero.
0: Yeah. It was, <laughs> it's in the vault. It's bad. It's bad. Um, and we just found that didn't really work. Um, so we, we would put in points where we would go, we need to riff here because there's a lot of references we can throw in that are going to work. and um, Hopefully. N- hopefully. But really, the biggest problem is that our DM, David, who helps do a lot of the voices, He's he's very good at improv, and he'll say something so uh, uh, unbelievably funny that we're like, we got go write the whole rewrite the, the whole script, script over now again, <laughs> to work around that one line. <laughs> so,
1: um, so with, with with this one, what, what with the mix of scripted versus improv is like, we wanted to figure out what works better than the other. So we've had some parts where it's completely scripted because I wanted total control over what's being said even if it's not a story if it's just like me giving information on a podcast but if it's too tight just you can in somebody's voice you can hear like oh they're just reading something from a page because um, everybody tends to get this kind of monotone voice when they start reading unless they've rehearsed it right, right. like like a, like a theater or something like that so it doesn't it didn't flow well if it was too scripted on the other side we do other ones where it's like this is what you're thinking about this is what you're thinking about go and then it would work sometimes, but then sometimes it would just kind of drone on. And we're like, when, do we, is, when is this scene over, so to speak? You know what I mean? So we found it was like a, it was like a mix of these are the main points we've got to hit. Uh, these are the things that we can riff on. This part, you have to say these lines in this order. Um, and I feel like even if you're not doing an audio drama, if you're just doing like an informative podcast, that's the, there's some things that you want to say in a real precise way but then other things that you want to come across as if you are talking to the person,
0: not talking at them. Yeah. It's kind of like um, uh, mom blogs for cooking. <laughs> when you want to get to the recipe, there's 45 pages of... <laughs> I don't care about your story yeah, and your When journey. I was in college, I found this thing. How many where, eggs do I use, damn it? Yeah, you, want to, yeah. you kind of want to get that anecdotal, here's my story, down to what's interesting, and then you want to give the information. Right. And this is the improv bit And this is like I nailed it down and this is the story that we're trying to tell. Mm -hmm. So you have to find that balance of nobody cares about your second semester in college when you were trying to figure out what's the best ramen dish to make and then you found you know mushrooms on the side. Well some people care, just not people trying to cook ramen right
1: Right. Right. then at the time. (laughs) So should we do a should we do a clip? Yeah. From that one. So we got a before clip. This is one of our earlier episodes. This is from the Zelda episode. So we're in Hyrule. Uh, interviewing Ingo at the Lawn Lawn Ranch. We
0: About. hadn't really gotten balancing down. We were still using different mics. Yeah. So this, is, this is the before.
2: The kid
1: said he was looking to purchase a horse, the best one on the lot, and asked if he could go for a test drive. And I said, well, if you could jump over all of these things, maybe you could have it. And then, then he tried to do it, and he failed. He was so bad at riding the horses. The horse was nearly injured several times by the boy, and when Ingo finally forced him off the horse... Then uh, he kicked me
2: several times. That's why I'm wearing this ruff. It's a neck brace.
1: And then the kid said some racist stuff about Gorons, and he just took <laughs> off at that point. Um, so we
0: have the layers in there, but like the, the levels just aren't quite where they were. And when you're leveling, we at least I found, if you're listening to it on headphones, that doesn't necessarily mean it's leveled good to listen to in a car or listen on, like, a stereo. So, going back and forth of, like, plugging in different outputs and trying to see, like, oh, God, this is way too loud. Mm-hmm. This person just blows another person out. It, it takes a lot longer, but it does help just make it more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, do you want to play the, the next one? Yeah. Just yeah.
1: So, so. so, the after clip, this is on season two. And we've done a lot more polishing. Um, and like no one said, I'll listen to it. it. You know, you get some nice headphones to edit, but then listen to it on a Bluetooth speaker. Listen to it on just your phone. Listen to it in the car because you'll see like the levels aren't always where they should be with that. So this clip we have is from season two. We are um, forward in like the Warhammer forty K timeline, and we are interviewing some orcs to find out about. Uh, the problems with Space Marines and the God Emperor. I don't know if any of you guys are into 40k, but just a bunch of references there, so we'll play this one.
3: And followers of Mork. See, now Gold runs on a platform of cunning brutality. And look, see, he's all about that brutal cunning. So it's really an errant job, I just don't know.
2: Mork is running on a brutal cunning
1: platform, and
2: it's Gorg that's trying to bring all that cunning brutality. Just remember his labor reforms he tried to get through last year. And someone in your head lately. There's only one guy who's
1: cunningly brutal, and it ain't Gorg. Cool. It's Mork. Why, you? Fight erupted from the diner counter as the two greenskins pounded at each other in a furious rage. All around us, plates were rattled and cups were knocked asunder as the massive beasts wrestled around the
2: diner. Hey,
3: hey, hey, hey! You two, Turn that! Oh, them.
1: Yeah,
0: So, uh. A story about what we're going for because I, I feel like a lot of people want to just be like, just super funny. Like, everything they say needs to be really funny. One of our, our episodes in season one was about uh, like Yojimbo or the Fistful of Dollars. Fistful of dollars. Um, but every character is a pizza. Like Little Caesar or Chef Boyardee, like everybody's Godfather. A pizza, yeah, yeah. A pizza so, character. Um, what, David again recording with us. We get to like the most climactic scene, and he comes in and he's fighting Chuck E. Cheese as the Red Baron, and he kills Chuck E. Cheese. And as he does it, he asks him, "What do you want on your tombstone?" And oh, the pizza reference. Yeah, it's, yeah. So like, <laughs> David says that, and then takes his glasses off and just goes, "Oh, this is so stupid." And we're like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's what exactly. we're gonna, like. Yeah. You want to keep listening, but you just want to go like, oh my god, this is so dumb. I can't believe it. What's the next one? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it,
1: it's you know, we pull a lot from Family Guy. I want the joke to go just like a little bit too far? Like I'm done laughing. Are we gonna? All right, I gotta wait a little more. Okay, all right, back to the back to the story here. Yeah, but you
3: gotta be careful because they've overplayed that yeah. over the last thirteen something years. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely
0: not trying to... Five-minute chicken fight or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're going... Like, with the, the orcs, we're hoping that people know what they're doing just by the sound. Like, clearly yeah. they're not like actually smashing. punching. Yeah, they're just... Like they're just flat fighting.
1: <laughs> Talk about the script here. Um, you know, I don't know what, what format of shows, if any you guys are, are tossing around or into, but what we found was for the audio drama, there's so many layers of, like... This is what the narration is saying. This is when we come to a a scene in the field. This is what's got to be said, and then these are the sound effects that have to be layered on top of it. Um, So, what what I worked on it's a it's a combination of what font are you using, what color are you highlighting with, and then what's the indentation, just so you can read it quickly. So, on this example here, you've got dialogue, and every color is a different person. Um, Anything in italics is like a transition sound effect or background music and everything that's not indented at all is the narrator, what the the story's saying. Uh, And we had to get it like that because if it's just blank text and you're recording in different locations it's very easy for people to miss a line and if you don't catch it by the time you get to editing you're like, oh shit he didn't say that one line so we gotta we gotta start all over again. And we found about, no matter what we're doing, about one to two minutes per page. So however you write it, if it's all dialogue or narration or some transitions, it's about one to two minutes. So if you're looking at any type of script, that's kind of a
0: rule of thumb to keep in mind as we're going. So Good Better Quest is our D&D podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we, the, the group that plays it, are extremely lucky to have David Uh, Because he runs a lot of games just with his family and friends on his own time So he's had a lot of practice to just figure out what does and doesn't work in a game Um, A a lot of new DMs will think like I have this really great idea I'm gonna hammer it home and then you can't get people to make the decision you need to make to get them to do the cool thing you want them to do and um, especially as a player I I make sure David can never get to the point that he wants to get to but he's so he's so dynamic in what he does that that's fine and he can come up with a story on the fly Um, so experimentation before you record is is really really good even if you play the same session first if you're doing the same thing and then you go and record it you can still change things for your players that by the time you're recording it they just go oh crap like this is this is what we're gonna do now. Um, so there is some scripting from David because he'll he'll like Good Better Quest, he he decided we're gonna set it in a college and like you're gonna learn how to be a hero because that that makes a little bit more sense. I don't know if you guys listened to the Adventure Zone, but we started this like seven months before graduation came out, <laughs> so they stole it from us. Um uh, <laughs> no, no, like, that came out and we were all like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh
3: no, we feel you. We, the first podcast that we started working on was uh, like a Golden Girls review, <sighs> and he decided to name it "Stay Golden." So I decided, you know, I'll go ahead and get the Facebook page and everything set up. And there's already a "Stay Golden." That's a Golden Girls review, and it's like, okay. So, Stay Goldener. Yeah, nerd. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and we um. We were looking at names. It took us a little while to find one too, because someone someone said something, and like we looked it up, and so it wasn't even the name of a show, but it was a reference somebody had said in an episode of like Critical Role, and we're like, well, we can't we can't use that because people are gonna be like, oh, you're just doing Critical Role again. Um, so <laughs> David David tries to script some of it but not too much because you don't want it to feel like the DM is just going oh you did this and then you did this and then you did this and now the quest's over wasn't that cool mm-hmm. so he wants to make sure that the storytelling is done by the character's decisions and the, clearly the dice rolls because you can't just let somebody say oh I'm gonna do this and I'm amazing and I can do these things because that just changes who the DM is at that point point. and I'm assuming it's all homebrew uh for the most part, he, he, so, you know, we start with the uh, 5th edition uh, uh, player's manual. He's let us change a couple of things. Like, uh, my character's an artificer, which isn't an actual Wizards of the Coast official. It's the, um... I think they
2: just did that Yeah, recently. they, it Wait, is, now. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, what is uh, Everon. Everon. Yes.
0: Yeah, because it was a... Uh, um, a, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so the, the, the new artificer and the artificer that I started with the, the classes are similar but they're like just a little bit different so I haven't had time to go back and change it um, but like I just got my iron defender as the artificer and the wording is that it has to be a four legged creature it has to have teeth and it has to be a medium sized creature so I picked Cherry from Pee Wee's Playhouse <laughs> and he I said that to him and he's like no of course you can't do that and I was like hold on Four legs. Four legs. Has teeth. Has teeth. <laughs> and it's a medium-sized creature. And he was like, mm. "I'm like, I'm making it out of metal. I can do it whenever I want. Like, it's not like I just found a panther and she's my creature now." Yeah. Um, so, like these these files are a lot easier to edit because it's just it's more conversational. Um, so, creatively, there's there's not as much. I don't want to say thinking. Thinking's not the right word. But, like, the the process that we use for writing after the plot and getting that. You have to find the background effects. You have to find all the music. You have to kind of research the storylines that we're looking at, which isn't a problem because they're all geeky things that we like, so we know them fairly intimately. Uh, But this, you have to go in and look at your spells. Is this going to work with the team build? Is this going to work with the environment that we're in? Does it really make sense to have an orc that's a bard? Are we really going to do things like that?
3: throw a team at you where there's just people playing whatever they want and there's no organization to the group at all and you're like okay so I have to make sure not to kill them because there's no healer or yeah. the bard is the only healer and the bard is focused on something completely different you know, exactly
0: like, oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. and we don't really have like we have one person who's a barbarian but you know one in, level one and two barbarian they're doing better damage than other people but we weren't really doing a lot of damage and we were coming to a clear point of like we're going to have to fight a lot of people but again our DM put us in a floating castle above the fight and I was like okay like you see what I'm doing and nobody stopped us <laughs> all right um, so like the the files are really big that's the biggest problem with this if you and it like even the um, roundup podcast that we do they're hour they're an hour long so you have these really really big files mm. that is hard to edit as far as, like, if you make a mistake and you cut one track accidentally and you don't realize that you cut... You didn't cut all the other four tracks. And then you go forward and it's like, wait, where did I cut this? This is a <coughs> couple of seconds behind. This doesn't make sense. Um, that That's a little bit more of the nuts and bolts, but... So let's play. Let's do a clip. Yeah. What's the before clip? Uh, the before clip is us getting ready to get into the boats to get to the school. Okay. But we ask how many kids are in the freshman class with us. They're
2: all staying together in in kind of a kind of a diamond formation. Like going like the flying V? Yeah, like the flying (laughs) V. (laughs) And how many how many of these boats are there? There are uh, a number which we all know. (laughs) Yeah, that (laughs) number is (laughs) (laughs) There are twenty five boats.
0: 25 all right. I, have a small, I have a smaller class size than most public schools. That's good. <laughs> so all of us were using different mics. We were recording in different locations and like different setups entirely. And um, the, the after clip, after we all got together and worked out which mic we were going to use, which I kind of told everybody what mic they were going to use. Uh, <laughs> um, it, it's... It flows a lot better. Like late campaign, you know what people are gonna do. You can riff off people, and those riffs typically turn into like, oh, this is serious now. This isn't just them like <laughs> I like pushing buttons. It's like, oh no, they're gonna push every button. So the the after clip, um. Uh, where is it? Is it a interlude episode? No. Is it the goblins? No. Oh no 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 it's uh the. We get. We just got done with our big quest. We're back at the school to receive our grades from our quest, and um, we're waking up that morning to go talk to the headmaster.
1: Dirac turns to Siggy and says, um, "You see, I think maybe we've got a little bit of a problem." And he he points over to his axe, which is which is very slightly just sort of smoking into the air. There's waves of heat above the axe blade, and um, he goes, uh, uh, "Sig, I think." uh, Think I might need you to make me a little uh, little cover for that thing so, so it don't burn down the whole place.
0: Siggy walks over to the axe, grabs the naked blade with her new metal gauntlet, and and hoists it up, burning her new knitted glove off of her
2: hand. Yes, <laughs> you, which which is Damakos' glove. <laughs> so Damakos is brushing his teeth, and he just stops... And the toothbrush falls to the floor. <laughs> Come on, guys.
0: So that's just the music is balanced better. We're trying to make sure that, like, the theme of everything goes with the scene. Because there's a couple of scenes in the first couple of episodes that I found music. and I'm like, oh, this is going to work really well. And then, like, we published it and I listened to it again. And I'm like, know oh, man, that, that music doesn't fit with the rest of the season or, like, yeah. really the rest of this episode. And there's...
1: Hey, hey, come on in. Um, let's let's show her your... Uh, I have the clip of all the ums. Oh, yeah. So for our long... any Anyone with this long conversation, people start talking, you get all these likes and ums and uhs. And so he did a super cut.
3: I blame my so-called like As soon as that show came out, everybody kept saying like. Yeah, like, yeah. Like. Is it...
1: It might be this one. There's two, I'm not sure uh, uh. Uh, uh, which
2: one is.
0: And that was all from one episode. It <laughs> was, was one episode of this show. I was recording. I got like five minutes in, and I was like, "We can't. I'm, we I, can't do that." People have to hear this because it's it's painful. But that's that's one of those things that as lo- you some people don't clean that up. Yeah, and they're doing shows. And there are some shows where a dramatic uh works. Someone will ask somebody a question that they don't want to answer, and they'll just go, "Uh,", uh and like that's funny. But when you're sitting there and you just go, you know, I was I was working today and I was I was having this really good time looking at uh, a yeah. Reddit and I was doing this. It's like, why? That's why it's did you say that? Clean it up, man. Yeah. Um, so conversationally, we have gotten a lot better about doing that because we've recorded like 30 a nice plus hours, a at nice this solid point. pause, dramatic pause is better than just like searching for the word mm-hmm. when you're recording. And and the more you do it, the better, and the more cognizant you become of it, you you think about sitting properly and like getting up to the microphone and speaking at the same level every time because a lot of people also do this thing where they get up real close and then they move real back and you can't hear them anymore. And yeah. yeah. It like, huh, uh, sounded like it was exactly the
3: same clip just being repeated. Mm. So I was like, did they do that or is it seriously just that person says, uh, uh It
0: just hits it the same way
1: every mm-hmm. time. It's
3: impressive. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, so we have our, our... In our 101, we talked about our setup and like I sit here... Well, not specifically here but i you know i sit with my computer right in front of me and my mic right here and i try and make sure that like i have the same posture when i'm talking because a lot of times you know other people talk for 10 minutes and then i oh, i gotta tell you something mm-hmm. and i just try and make sure i have like the same posture every time i say something so that it's right. editing my audio is easier than like well i gotta boost that and i gotta quiet that and i gotta limit that i'm gonna do all these things and mm-hmm. like, so it uh what we found
1: with the like a conversational podcast, too, is they're really easy to start because you know what the topic's going to be of your show. But if you don't have a specific, like, at 40 minutes we're going to start wrapping it up or we're going to get to this point and wrap it up, we would, we would just go on because somebody else would bring up another topic. Like, oh, I guess we could talk about that. And then yeah. you get another 20 minutes. So some, epi- some raw files are, like, 70 minutes long. Sometimes they're, like, 90. So what we did for our second season is this format here. It doesn't matter what it is, just that there is a format. So it's like a, a roundup, and then you know what's going on in your life, and then if there's like a deep dive that we want to get into. Yeah. So we found that just having some loose format, just so when you're recording, you can look at all right, we're at the 20 minute mark, we
0: should start transitioning into the next one. Just yeah. So you don't have a two hour long episode. I, know I know think I mean? the f- the first one of these that we recorded, just raw audio, was a hundred minutes. And then when we actually edited it, I think it was 50. So we cut a half of it out. So having that this format, you know, you get through, even if you want to make one longer than the other, like you're talking and you're riffing real well and there's a lot of jokes or you have something informational to say, that that helps, but just to know we got to keep moving, just having that organization. Mm -hmm. So that's all our three shows.
1: Do you have any specific questions about what... Things you're looking at, or any anything that you wanted us to drill down My on?
3: Questions are more technical, which sure. Like you yeah. guys are already <coughs> no, no, nah, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Nobody so waiting to get in, so I go ahead. So, um, I've never actually done podcast before. Mm-hmm. But the, we recorded the pilot, but uh, the woman that we're working with is one that owns all the mics, and she was going to do the editing and so forth. <clears> uh, we haven't gotten that far yet. Mm. Because software goes what kind of editing software do you use like I don't own a Mac I, I don't believe in Apple <laughs> Audacity yeah <laughs> I, Audacity I, I, all the way I have an Alienware so technically it's Dell yeah um, but I don't know what kind of editing software you Audacity,
2: use. Audacity.
0: It's, Audacity. F- it's free and it's pretty intuitive okay. and um, anything on there that you don't readily know there's a whole wiki specifically just for Audacity tools
1: okay. and it's um, super powerful too like I mean we re-release the show every Monday and we've been doing that solid since last June. Um, so, I mean, I must have put in several hundred hours, just clicking and seeing, like, what does this do, what does that do? And every time I start, I learn something new. And um, once you kind of have a good feel for the functionality, you realize, like, how powerful of a piece of software that is, just all the different functionalities that you can do. And there's stuff that I don't even know when you get in like, the equalization curves and fade-offs and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I have no idea. I was just I was just getting good at, like, the... Cut this here, put this here, stretch this, make that sound like this. Um, so yeah, you could go, you can go hard for like a year and still be learning stuff. So I feel like for what you pay, which is nothing, <laughs> that's that's really the way to go. I think um, you know Adobe, that sort of stuff would would you, you might be able to get better production quality if you know people that do this professionally and have a budget for professional stuff. But not at, at no time have we tried to execute some. Effects or audio functionality, and Audacity couldn't handle it. So I mean, uh, for after the plot, the one, the, the storytelling one, we'll go up to like twelve tracks in one episode, and you can still fiddle with all of it, and it it won't it won't tax it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know.
0: So if I wanted to start like a gardening podcast, <laughs> it's a very broad subject. How would I decide? So, having, it,
1: having those parts, having those segments. Yeah. Like, this is, this is what I did in my garden this week. Talk mm-hmm. about that. Any interesting anecdotes. And then, like, here's a topic that I'm researching or something that I'm trying to implement. And here's some, like, citations or some background. And then maybe at the end, like, here's a quick how-to or, like, something funny that you can do.
0: I mean, you, could even, you could even do, like, an audio drama with it. More of anecdotal, like this is what I did in my garden. You're telling a story because a lot of a lot of things aren't just technical. Well, I used Miracle Grow, and then I did this and I put it in this pot and I, these planners are the ones that I use. A lot of it is more storytelling. I mean you, you could find a way to write, you know, it could be a short podcast, five, ten minutes of every week. I was in my garden and I did this, and I had this thought and I, these things were growing, and I want to tell the world about X, y, and Z. And it's more interesting to paint a picture of your garden than just the technical. I have these tools that I bought at Lowe's, and you can only get this tool at Home Depot, and I found it really useful.
1: So I think interviews are nice too. Bringing in people that like aren't like know about the topic, but aren't the expert, or are the experts if you're not the expert, Um, because then you get like that dialogue, which kind of helps the podcast flow a little bit. Unless you just have a dearth of information, and you can just. It, yes, yeah, just vomited out the whole time. Yeah. Good question.
2: I um, mean, like, maybe because uh, you know, one, one of the questions that I have is just kind of like a. Um, it's more or less just about a. Because I'm trying to do. I've thought of an idea for an audio drama, but I never was like. I'm was not sure how to approach it, I guess. Because mm-hmm. the whole premise is that, like, at some point in the modern day, like um, our world and, like, the after world just kind of merged. So, just like, that was. And it was just one of those things where, like, it was just an idea, and I, like I said, I'm like, I'm still trying to work out some very, like, how, like, maybe how does it start? Or does it need to have an answer to that? Yeah. Um, I'm just like, kind of like, uh, just like the, I was going to think about, like, the main character is, like, a guy who's running an apartment, and then he ends up, his roommate ends up becoming the former tenant who was murdered in the apartment. Yeah. And, like, that's <laughs> that's just, a good, like, and it's like, it's like, that's cool. Would you,
0: would you want to do that, like, a serious drama,
1: or like,
2: do like a dark comedy with it. yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. something that I found
1: was spending some time and just taking ran- like shorthand notes, like what do I want the finished product to sound like? Because you have the story in your head, but usually when we get that stuff down, it's in words, like a book or a story. But then you got to bridge this gap to like make it sound good to listen to. So if you have an audio book it's just somebody reading everything in the book. So they're reading not only the description of what things look like and sound like, but, like, what everybody's saying and their reactions. So with an audio drama, it's a balance of what do I have to narrate versus what can I show happening through dialogue versus, like, I can paint the scene just with some ambient noise, where, like, in a book, you'd have to, like, describe the bar and how dingy it was and, and whether it was quiet, what was playing on the jukebox. But if you, like, if you can picture all those little details you can just make that make that scene um, otherwise you get so many words in there that just to do like one episode there's pages and pages and pages and you're just describing everything that's happening when you can show it you know what I mean so kind
3: of like with an audio drama I, I'm a writer and comic artist cool or trying to yeah. and um, he's more of the audio guy so uh-huh. it sounds like what you're doing is you have the script and versus like I'm writing the script for the, the graphic novel, I'm not writing any emotions behind it. Because mm-hmm. the emotions are expressed on their faces. Yeah, right. So in this case, in podcast, it's the emotions are expressed through the voice. Yeah, how do you sound? Any ambient sound in the background
1: is mm-hmm. the actions that happening. And yeah. that's, you, you're almost delving into acting there. Because yeah. somebody has to be able to change their voice so that they sound angry. If you're just reading the lines and you're not an actor, like your
0: sad voice and your angry voice are going to sound the same. Yeah. yeah. And, and something with that, too... Do you have, like, a hard? This is the story I want to tell. These are the words that need to be said.
2: Yeah, like because, I mean, like I said, it was something that I had um, tossed around with, like, um, last year. Like, mm-hmm. it's, I first thought of the idea, sort of brewing in my head last year. But like, I had, the, I had this initial idea of what, what I wanted to be, but then, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, well, maybe we can. Maybe it doesn't have to be that. Yeah, sure. And so I'm still trying to figure out, like, what's the overall tone.
1: I think a good proof of concept is just take, take like a five-minute scene in your head yeah. that has a lot of texture, whether it's like a climactic scene or like an opening scene, mm-hmm. and just try to build that and see like what does this take me to get five minutes of good storytelling. Mm-hmm. So whether it's like and a dialogue between two people or exposition or just an opening scene in a room somewhere.
0: And like, storyboarding, I, I think, helps. We, yeah. we kind of do that. We, we do it more in, in writing, but like <coughs> especially if you have somebody who can draw – um, being able to to draw the scene out, those little details are... Alright, there's a rug over here, I know I'm going to need these kind of things. Or like, ha- again, having those details, that texture in it, you know, you don't have to have 10,000 words because you have a picture. So you can get all the details you need and maybe let someone riff that pushes you into the next part of the story. Because if it's, if it's not 100% already written out in there which isn't a bad thing. I mean, like a lot of the stuff we do, we, we partially write and then once we start recording, someone will say something and like we got to write this down, we got to finish this. So, getting started on something that is very crystallized in your head and just like putting it into reality could help you just go that this is the direction I'm moving. I figured it out. Hi guys, we're we're just doing questions oh, and stuff I have now. A question. Sure. Uh,
2: my dad has an idea for a Radio. Mm-hmm. This is a comedy, <clears throat> horror, action, romance, and mystery. Your daily dose of, and he says, fifteen minutes is too long for a podcast. And he, I keep arguing with him. No, it's not. And he's like, it's too long. No one's going to sit and listen for fifteen minutes to each little story. You want to focus on one letter. I'm like, but then it's all. Then you're only. It's not a daily dose of. Yeah. Those <laughs> yeah. one. So.
1: So. Um, for me, that's correct. I see a podcast. <laughs> it's like thirty-five minutes. I'm like, nah. I don't have time but this guy he'll listen to like a 2 hour yeah. show yeah, so it depends on the audience really and then if you are if he's interested in in like literally daily uh-huh. i mean 10 minutes yeah. just just the amount of work to like crank out that like much daily, every single just, day
2: just like it's like a radio show that mm-hmm. you turn on and sure. radio shows are long so yeah, yeah. It's well we if pull if up.
1: once you start you, you know you can look at your metrics mm. listen who's listening where are they are coming from people can leave comments so if you you can get feedback like hey we want we want more you know, or, or you can see that nobody's listening. They listen to the shorter ones. They listen to the longer ones. There's it's nice because you're not beholden to uh, radio or like network <clears throat> standards. You don't have to fit in this window. You can you can have a five minute episode and then a fifteen minute episode. And
0: then there's there's hour a, roundup. At the a end. podcast that I listen to, which I probably shouldn't be plugging other people's podcasts, <laughs> um, but they they do a good job. They've started off. It was, it's called Star Wars Minute, and they watch Star Wars Minute by Minute. And they, and they start with, we've turned the DVD on, here's the first minute of, like, 20th Century Fox and Star Wars and this, the, you know.
1: The THX thing.
0: Yeah, but their first 100 episodes are six, seven minutes long. And they're just like, ah, CG-3PO walked through a door. End of episode. And, and they kind of riff and joke on that, but as they've progressed, they found, like, oh, we can talk about this for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. So if he's... If he's got something that he's really he really wants to say and it's only 10 minutes long, then make cool. It, make it a good 10 minutes. Yeah. But if he has, like, let me tell you about these seven movies that I have to tell you about for an hour, like, he could do that, too. Not everybody, if they're looking for a, a short, quick podcast on all those movies, maybe everybody doesn't listen, but maybe he gets a totally new audience of, like, these long-form, oh, I love this type of movie. Yeah. yeah his logic was like, what if
2: people
3: don't? We're not going to listen to it. Let's yeah. go we'll to the next one. No big deal. I mean, it's not actual radio. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So have
3: you guys ever run across a uh, copyright issue?
1: Not yet. We keep an eye out, but <laughs> I think until until you're like bringing in big bucks, which we are not, <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to come up on anybody's radar. You yeah. know what I mean? Because uh, like, after the plot, it's like that's just other people's IP, basically. Yeah. yeah. And we just going to kind of rewrite some of the stories.
0: But so, we're not, like, we don't. We, there's some music I'd be more worried about the music than anything but even then that should technically follow under um, fair, use, use, fair use Fair sorry. use, um, because we're not we're not charging anything for it we're not making money off of it we're not drawing an audience because we've used a three second clip from a Daft Punk song like that's not what people are coming here for yeah <laughs> uh, it's first episode season two drops tomorrow <laughs> um, it's on there Fair use. So if you are using stuff like that, if you're using other people's property, it's supposed to be a transformative work to fall under uh, fair use. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to pull a specific character or a specific movie, if you're going to talk about a Disney movie, and if you're not just playing the movie from start to finish, then it should fall under fair use. But if you just like, here's the audio from Mulan, they're going to take that down.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But <laughs> do, you, do you all know um, Drunk on Disney? Guy Hutchinson,
1: yeah. He's, yeah, he's, he's here. here. Um, all, all he does is Disney stuff. So I talked to him. I was like, hey, man, like, you've clearly got to bump heads with somebody on IP somewhere. And he's like, nah, not really. Like, you're not, until you're taking money away from whoever owns the IP, they're not going to care. You know what I mean? When people are listening to your stuff instead of theirs, that's, you're going to have a problem. But, like, I figure that's a good problem to have because that means you have enough listeners where it's, it's an issue. Um, So we're at time, so we're going to stop our recording. As we shut down, feel free to come and chat with us some more. We've got our pieces pieces of of our our Final Plank media, so feel free to grab one uh, if you want to Google us later. Um, Thanks for coming to GalaxyCon, and enjoy the rest of your Sunday.
0: This has been a Final Plank Media production. Find us online at Final Plank on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please feel free to reach out to us and let us know what you'd like to hear. As always, thanks for listening.